Hi everybody and thank you so much for joining me. This is Life as I've Known It with your girl Martina. Um, I hope everyone's keeping sane. <laughs> um, I hope, obviously, I hope everyone's keeping safe. Um, and wearing their masks and staying home as much as possible. But I know we can't. Life is going on because they expect us to stay home. But life is going on outside and you have to go to work and buy groceries and do everything so i hope everyone's keeping safe and also keeping sane because a lot of times people don't really check on how you know meant the mental state of a lot of people and with everything going on in the world right now you know it's, it's it could take a toll um you know i really um been trying to keep sane chat but mm, i don't know uh, you know a lot of people especially people when you have kids especially little kids you know you, everyone knows the struggle of little children i have a six month old teething really bad so no sleep for me nope and i have a two-year-old who just constantly says mom 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 can i 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 do this can i have that can i have that can I, no i can't have that can i do this i'm gonna do it though even if you said no i'm still gonna do it but i'm just gonna ask just for asking sake you know so yeah um i have that I have, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's it's enough to drive anyone insane, but I'm trying my best to keep saying, especially having to stay inside. Like, obviously, we can go outside, we'll go for walks and stuff, but, you know, I get a bit nervous taking them out, because I'm like, we don't have to go nowhere, let's just stay our happy asses home, you know? Um, but, so today, I wanted to talk about kids and my kids, and I wanted to talk about the love I have for them even if it's dramatic as they are like the other day i'm just gonna start off by saying i'm a crap parent let's move on um i love family guy so does my kid she's two she loves it she's smart let's move on she loves youtube too you know that works for people that doesn't work for people it worked for me because my child's two and she knows hey abc's one two threes she knows songs she knows dances she knows everything i'm very proud of her so i'm just gonna say that but don't take away from the fact that i'm a crap parent let's move on anyway so i was watching family guy the other day and she was like it got to the part when it's like stewie the little baby was being annoying to his mum, like mum, 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 mum. Right, as soon as i seen it come on i'm like oh god here's something else for her to annoy me with yay lovely and she 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 annoyed me with it she she yeah she did she's like you know as soon as it was done she was like mum, can you put back family guy mom please so I had to rewind, rewind and rewind and rewind the same thing over and over again until I put it and I was like, nope, I'm not doing this to myself anymore, child. You better go watch something else and leave me alone. And she did for five seconds, but she, she, she didn't want it anymore because I said no. And, you know, a lot of, <laughs> if you're a parent, you know, you sort of zone your kid out. If you say you don't, you're lying. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I zone her out a lot of times. You know, I'm mentally present for when things go, things go down, like, you know hopefully she doesn't hurt herself but i'm you know present to be aware of like oh no matrix catch her you know anyway i'm aware but at the same time i zone her out especially when i know it's not important i know it may be important to her but to me i'm like i'm just trying to get something done real quick so like the other day she was on facetime with my mother her gam gam and you know they're both as dramatic as each other by the way so i just want to say that you know they're both born similar uh on the same similar um dates my mom's born february 18th her birthday is february 15th so you know my mom's always like that's how we are you know a lot of people if you don't know i'm african hi you know my mom's very typical and she'd be like uh tell her like oh my god mom 
you know she did this she's like mm, that's how we are we are strong we are independent we are we are smart you know we don't need no one you know we are very we know what we want and we get it and i'm like okay mother thank you very much for that appreciate you yay okay bye now you know i'm just gonna go tell my story to someone else okay you know and then on, on facetime together mind you my child is right next to me so obviously even if i can't see her which i could by the way peripherals hey people vision still kind of out anyway so but i can still sort of hear it and mind you my husband's in the room as well he's on the couch watching tv with the baby so you know next minute i get a phone call from my sister like oh my god check on your, oh my god check on your sister your child my sister <laughs> check on your child and i'm like uh okay she's right next to me what happened i took my headphones off my mom's like check on her she's asking for help i'm like dude like she just had her hand in between the bed and the bed frame and mind you it wasn't even stuck like i picked it up and it came out and my mom was like oh my god my heart oh my goodness i was just i was like mom she's fine her dad's right here and so am i you know we're good she's like it's your business i'm just you know every time i'm like you're so dramatic mother you're so dramatic she's like it's your business i'll tell you what i want to tell you when i want to tell you i'm like well i'm just gonna go ahead and not listen how about that but anyway yeah so anyway she's as dramatic and everything so i'm like oh well that's your child indeed i tell it to my mom like mom come get come get your child please come get your child clearly okay you know i don't have you know i don't have the <laughs> the sanity for this to deal with you and her at the same time but anyway um you know i've been hearing these stories online of women you know giving birth and you know not really making it out and you know it hurts me because i have little children and you know i try not think of those things but it's life you kind of have to and you know i just want to say this before i carry on i'm a christian i i love god and i love his love for me i'm not perfect i am probably one of the crappiest christians you ever meet but i love god for loving me and i appreciate and i'm grateful for his love on me and my life you know and everyone around me and my family so i'll bring him up every once in a while you know because he's got me in it but um anyway you know it just made me think about my own experiences when i was having children um you know my both experiences were different the first one i had an amazing experience in the hospital but the practice the my midwife and doctor whatever was horrible the second one i had an amazing uh time with my midwife and the hospital was kind of okay but they made a couple of mistakes you know we'll get into it um with the first one um so i had a miscarriage before i had her so the ob that i used the OBGYN, um was recommended to me by a uh, ex um co-worker i don't know why i said ex i don't even know what you call them old co-workers um someone i used to work with yeah that works too anyway and she recommended them because that's what she used so i was like you know what she's she's black she was black so i was like i mean sure she had a great time you know she said how amazing they were whatever so and i read reviews online i read them and it was amazing you know sort of like four point five stars or whatever and i should have just read who made those reviews but anyway that's by the by um you know i used them because when i had my miscarriage she recommended them but i should have known with their attitude and they 
nonchalant attitude towards me i should have known that it probably wouldn't have changed but i was you know in so much pain and hurt from my miscarriage i don't think really think i paid attention you know when i remember when i had a miscarriage and she was like eh, it happens you know it just happens uh, yeah but like your your body doesn't like you know agree with the fetus or whatever and you know it just just stops growing i'm like okay well thank you for no sympathy no empathy i guess i'll just go home and cry now but have a great day okay bye bye um yeah that was <laughs> i should have known something was wrong but i still used them anyway and i did and i used them for my first pregnancy and it was a very horrible experience i'm not gonna lie to you i was swollen from head to toe i was in pain constantly i um the first this is a bit tmi by the way just to warn you i apologize um i was bleeding the first couple of months um of my pregnancy and everyone you know you're carrying a child i've had you just had a miscarriage so you know you know you're like god forbid oh my god i can't do this that's always what's gonna go through your mind you know it's the first thing that comes up it's like you know god forbid i pray i'm not having a miscarriage or something like that so imagine that and they just like oh you know a lot of people just bleed i'm like okay thank you you know um <laughs> so i had a crappy experience um they had no care for me they never listened to anything that i said what i said didn't matter how i felt did not matter what i was going through didn't matter because supposedly a lot of people go through it and they're fine so obviously i'm fine too um yeah they just wanted money they just wanted money they just wanted money and money and money and that's it um so my blood pressure was just constantly going high they did the little test for preeclampsia and it was nothing wasn't there it wasn't even close so and they're like oh i don't know what's wrong but they never put me on bed rest mind you even if every of my visit they told me you need to be careful you need to be careful you know this and that and i'm like okay but you need i need a note because i gotta work you know we need money you know got bills and everything um but nothing and i would never forget i you know people think pregnancies are nine months so actually 10 months it's 40 weeks and 36 weeks is when it's like nine months so i i for my first um child i got to like 37 weeks and five days and i'll never forget man dude i had to i was feeling so dizzy all the time i didn't feel good i could i was so swollen that i couldn't even move to the side move anything dude um but um what was it so i'll never forget they were like you know i'm just gonna like refer you to a specialist you know i'm looking to you more and everything and i'm like okay great whatever you know they did they did not care whatsoever about me um i would never forget you know i'll go in you know i'll tell them what's going on and everything they'll send me home you know like you'll be fine just get some rest every single time nothing i said mattered it doesn't you know nothing i said mattered and i don't like bringing race into a lot of things because most things most of my experiences in life hasn't really been about race but the only reason i'm gonna bring it up this time is because that practice was literally all white people except for one black nurse and i used to always wonder when she sort of had an attitude but you know sometimes i heard conversations you know and i'm like okay cool they don't treat her well and they probably don't even pay her well at all um that was the only woman and she was so lovely to me and nice to me every time you know she just so like you know but in the same time the, now thinking about it there were some times that i would think she sort of gave me hints like you know leave don't come back 
use other people but i'm like it's too late now you know it's too late but anyway um you know this is me my scene about you know telling black women they're strong and we are strong we are resilient we are powerful but you know it's something that i guess people have always they've always known and our pain (laughs) don't really mean as much because of that um our struggles our suffering does not mean as much and you know it's a shame but anyway you know they generally i can't even say that word yeah whatever i'm not even gonna edit that out because i can't say it because i'm stupid i'm not stupid whatever generalize yay i did it oh my god i like to thank god like thank my mama anyway um they generalize our pain um and so it means nothing um so i'll never forget i finally seen like the owner of the practice or whatever so you know she seen she read my chart she spoke to me and she was like oh you know you know just keep resting and everything and she was like wait um you are not on bed rest because i was talking about work and i was struggling and everything and i was like no should i no one put you on bed rest on my head i'm like b are you sick are you serious really you know um she was like no one put you on bed rest i was like no she's like oh my god obviously she can't really admit fault like that because then i can sue this is america sue for everything but anyway um (laughs) she you know she was like oh my goodness i am so sorry i am so sorry look i'm just gonna put you on bed rest right now and to be honest she did she did put me on bed rest and um, (laughs) i gave birth three days later but anyway like i said they were like oh no i'm gonna take you to the specialist or whatever so they did i went then i luckily that day my husband used to work out of town a lot um so he wasn't around but luckily i told one of my sisters you know can you drive into the doctors whatever i didn't feel like driving because i was swollen tired just i was just over it so she drove me and we got there you know i explained what was going on everything you know they see me obviously they explained that my swollen was swollen i was that i was that swollen that every swell had a swell you know so they were just like they checked my blood uh pressure when i first came in it was 135 over something i can't remember you know they were like huh you know checked everything i explained what's going on with me they were like you know what before you leave i will check you they will check me and check the my child make sure everything's okay by the time i left that practice my um blood pressure was 156 and my baby my sweet sweet baby's blood pressure was like rising up as well so like you know what there's no point in keeping you pregnant we're just gonna go have your baby so that was on valentine's day eve no valentine's day yay i went to the doctors went to the hospital and yeah i gave birth and it was such a crappy experience you know i didn't want epidural but i was like you know the pain because i was induced anyone who's ever been induced knows <sighs> they start the induction like they started my induction the next day at 6 a.m you know they start shoving stuff this is tmi guys i'm sorry i apologize but they start shoving stuff up your hoo-ha you know trying to get that baby out and whatever and you know put the everything and then it puts something that turns into like a little balloon it, it, it hurts it's i'm not gonna <laughs> get into it too much but it, it's 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 a pain it's a pain um i had to cross my leg just talking by the way because my body remembers like i don't want to do it again no but anyway um so 
she was like i was like i don't want an epidural like i mean you're going to need it that's exactly what she told me she's like your first time mom you know people say that and in my head i'm like you're supposed to encourage me but okay so i was like you have any sort of uh painkillers you know in the uk i know they have gas they're like oh no we don't we have something in the iv so they gave that to me <sighs> the first time it didn't really work i'm like whatever because you see you know my second time they gave it to me i was halfway through being induced um to give birth basically induction they basically you know force your body to let the baby out anyway so um second time around i my i I, my head started spinning not gonna lie to you it was like i was like drunk but not really and everything was moving you know and i will never forget um that feeling i was so scared so scared um i had my mom there and i had my husband there but i was so scared i was so nervous and i started praying you know i started praying and you know the holy spirit gave me a psalm to read and i told my mom the psalm and she was like oh my goodness that's the psalm i've been praying with for you through your pregnancy and i was like god is awesome again god is awesome but anyway so um yeah she was like yeah are are you ready for the epidural now and i'm like no but after i prayed about it i was like you know what i don't know what they gave me in this iv but it wasn't even the pain don't get me wrong the pain was there it was a lot because whatever they gave me wasn't really no painkiller at all i felt like it made everything worse and my head was spinning everything and i was like you know what just give that to me you know just whatever she's like okay she basically already had it prepared so i'm like "Hmm," you know um so they gave it to me it really calmed me down not even the pain wise but my spinning everything stopped moving um so that was like uh 4 p.m in the evening so they were like you know you know if you feel complete let me know like when you feel the baby's head you know whatever let me know so i was like okay so they walked out of the room and i was like i told my husband like i was like huh literally as soon as they walked out i'm like dude i I feel like i feel this baby can you go get them please my husband went and went to go get these nurses and they didn't come they came 15 minutes later like um you know like hi um your husband said like you felt the baby and i was like yeah you told me to tell you and you guys didn't come they're like yeah you know we just gave you the epidural normally it like slows things as soon as they said it you know they opened my legs like oh my god oh wow and they started like running around like getting everything ready they were like oh my god the midwife she's um delivering another baby what she's gonna come right back we're just gonna prepare everything so i was just like oh my goodness see um yeah you know they didn't believe anything that i said to them about how i was feeling it's excuse my language but it's my vagina okay you i I mean i can feel the head I, i can literally feel a whole human head coming out of me and you're telling me i'm not really feeling it um because other people doesn't really work out like that for them and i'm like but i'm not other people i'm martina everyone's experience is different but i don't know but anyway it was uh at the hospital was lovely you know she had john this and when she was born you know my insurance only paid for two days but they had to keep her for three days and the insurance paid for it but they weren't they were not going to pay for the extra day for me and the hospital let me stay there for free 
you know just to because i didn't want to go home without my baby and i prayed about it and i'm like god and the um nurse administrator or the floor administrator whatever she's called god bless her for me she let me stay and you know i'm always going to be grateful for that but my experience in general from my pregnancy it was obvious like no one you know it was the it was a lot you know and second time around i said to myself you know i'm gonna be very and mind you my practice the practice i used for the first pregnancy was so expensive it was like top tier um you know all these bougie people for bougie people or whatever gave birth in a bougie hospital whatever you know the second time around it was a different story it was funny you know it just tells you again how god works but anyway we were like sort of struggling me and my husband we had no money no nothing um that's when i found out that you had to be in the country for five years to be eligible for like pregnancy health care from the government or whatever and i hadn't been here five years so you know they couldn't give it to me um so I was just like, you know what? And then, mind you, again, I started going through the whole process of bleeding or whatever. So it was um, it was an experience. But anyway, I finally found God. God sent people who hooked me up, found me a practice who was low cost and everything. <coughs> Excuse my cough. Low cost and everything, and they, you know, got me sorted. And, you know, I didn't have the money the first half of my pregnancy. I started seeing the midwife problem. I was already like five, six months gone. And I oh, I don't know if I should, I could say her name, but her name was Ebony. And she was this, oh God, I love her. Anyway, this practice was low cost, but they were amazing. My experience was beautiful. You know, it's different to be around people who care about you and what you're going through personally they see i'll probably see like hundreds of pregnant women a week because you know in a day in the hour of me being there probably seeing like 10 pregnant people but it was very the my experience was pertained to me my experience was you know they asked me all the questions about me not about you know generally pregnancy like you know how is this pregnancy going for you they knew this was my second child but didn't treat me like oh girl you know you know the drill nope shouldn't treat me like that they did not treat me like that they asked me every question because every pregnancy is different and you know it they you know treated me like i was a human being and what i was going through was you know was it mattered um so you know they are you know they know my history with gestational hypertension that's what they call it now every time you're pregnant or i'm pregnant my blood pressure would just skyrocket you know it's the grace of god it's a lot oh but anyway so you know i told them my experience what i was going through i was swollen this time but not as much you know thank god um you know i told them my experience and she was just she was she was so caring she was so sweet they did everything in their power to make sure that i got the right care that i got the care that i needed the care that my child needed they made sure and i will forever be grateful 
like from the bottom of my heart i will always be grateful because you know my experience my first experience was so horrible that i didn't think it could be this good to have people to literally genuinely care about you and your well-being you know and she did so obviously when you have gestational hypertension they as soon as you get to 37 weeks they're like you know let's go ahead and have this baby wow so when it was around that stage you know um you know she i booked her i was i was already um i was already scheduled for an induction in the hospital and um it was booked for like a thursday and then that sunday she called me she's like oh hey i seen your name in the roster as being scheduled to um come in to give birth that was when i was like 37 weeks and five days and I was like, yeah, I am. And she was like, oh, um, I mean, you're 37 weeks today. You want to go ahead and come in? And I was like, I mean, I mean, I guess so. Why not? So I got off the phone. I called, I, you know, called my husband. I was like, you know, babe, like, you know, um, Ebony called me. You know, she was like, you know, she's going. I don't know if I really want to because I had a plan. I had an idea of when I wanted this baby to be born because I just, first of all, my birthday is in two days um i wanted to you know have a chill time <laughs> life okay they say if you want to make god laugh tell him your plans but anyway um <laughs> i was like you know i had my birthday coming up you know i was gonna say we're gonna come home with the baby that sunday or saturday whatever you know let me clean the house i need to do my hair you know you know i had all these things planned whatever and my husband's like babe let's just just go in you know she knows what she's talking about and she's black and i was like at first i was like who cares because the other woman that was seeing me i don't know if she was white the other woman who scheduled the induction and you know in my head i'm like what but then sitting down thinking about it i'm like yeah she is black that means she knows that they probably should have scheduled me before that time just to be on the safe side you know and she has her she she was telling me about her experiences and everything so she has that experience of knowing you know i need someone to be on my side i need someone to really care i need someone to look out for me you know because unfortunately you know i know again i don't want to bring race but you know black women are the least protected in society because they assume we can do it by ourselves we can we can do everything by ourselves but it would be nice to have people take care of you you know it would be nice to have society take care of you to care about how this world is affecting you and you know childbirth and everything because everything is by the grace of god and they always say childbirth is literally limbo between life and death because anything can happen and you know we are so minimized and we are so push the corner even at that moment in time you know we still mean nothing you know so it's an experience childbirth and it's an experience and it's 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 something that i would always cherish and i was speaking to my sister and she was telling me about one of her co-workers who vowed she's in her 50s she vowed never to give birth ever again after her first child because of her experience in the hospital and she almost died and i was thinking to myself i could have died for my first baby because the way my blood pressure was so high and no one cared to even 
you know i remember i'll never forget that midwife she was like to me when she took me she sent me to the hospital she didn't tell me you know she was as the because it's their practice it's the hospital yes but it's the practice my doctor who would actually give birth to that baby and this was tell the hospital like listen this is what's going on we need this baby to come out because you know we see these complications coming up um but they didn't she just sent me to the hospital and then when i came back in a couple of days because the, the hospital sent me back home because everything was fine again and then told me to go see my doctor but when i went back to the doctor everything was not fine she was like oh i thought they were just gonna you know induce you and i'm like um no they told me i was fine so she was like oh wow and it's like well go home and get some rest you know that's how she treated me all through so with this second time around and she like i said the doctors are the ones who actually do the birth in and just in the hospital she called me straight up like dude like you know come in you know i'm here i got you fam come come get this baby (laughs) and i'll never forget it was such an amazing experience like in half like all through my experience i was in so much pain but i've laughed all through i had such a great time and don't get me wrong she was black my the nurse that worked with me was black but the rest of the nurses that worked with me were white and i had an amazing time but she was the front runner you know she told them what i needed and she made sure that i got it and i will always be grateful for that woman and probably if i have any more children i'll definitely use her because it's nice to have someone you know the experiences it was very it was the opposite it was the opposite of each other completely opposite and you know i didn't really think i could have that much of a, an amazing experience until i had it and i was like whoa this is how this is how it should be from here on out it needs to be like this i, I can't go through you know the stress i'm going through and then being scared for my life um but yeah so i just wanted to share that today and just in general as women you know we got this we do and we should surround ourselves with people who are like-minded who want to see us succeed because she wanted to see me succeed she wanted to see my pregnancy go great she didn't want to hear another statistic of death of childbirth you know another black woman giving birth and this happened because no one really paid attention because they thought she was fine that's how it always goes you know and you know just surround yourself with people who are you know like-minded who show you genuine care it's fun and it's it's nice to be around that i'm grateful for my husband i'm grateful for my family especially around these times with everything going on you know it's it's trying you know with the world where it is right now everything's trying and i'm grateful to be surrounded with people who encourage me to be better even in darkness they expect me to always find the light encourage me to find that light and make sure i hold on to that light you know no matter what and i hope you guys surround yourself with people like that and i hope you surround yourself with people with people who actually check up on you it's nice to be checked up on because you never really know what anyone's going through um and i hope everyone's staying sane and i hope you keep staying sane and i hope if you're not staying sane it gets better because i've been on both sides of that sanity check you know and i wish everyone well and i wish everyone the best 
and i hope you join me again hopefully sooner than this time because child this just took a long time but this is a passion for me and i'm grateful i get to share it with you guys um see you next time bye bye Thank you.